the world. Okay, so um, the first thing we're going to briefly touch on is the shooting incident that happened in America and then the trial that has subsequently happened and the verdict. Have you guys heard anything about this? Not until you mentioned it. Okay, so <laughs> um, the uh, there was a sh so during the protests, a man, not a man, a kid, I think he was 17, was holding a gun and he went into the protest and the gun accidentally went off um, and he was on trial for murder of two people um, that were shot from his gun but he's been let off um, he's been found not guilty because when he was holding this gun those two people that had been shot had attacked him and so the argument is, is that the gun had gone off by mistake and he hadn't meant to shoot them and hadn't gone in with malicious intent to shoot them so therefore he's been found not guilty uh, what are your guys' thoughts? How do you accidentally shoot a gun? Like, what? Well, this is the thing. You. <laughs> How do you accidentally? You have to have your finger on the trigger, right? But you have to pull it back, or is yeah. that just a type of gun? Like, you know, the I think that's a type some. of gun. Um, I'm gonna look up now. Um, There's lots of different things which play into it, like what type of gun does it have safety on? Why do you have it in the first place? <laughs> America. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Americans. <laughs> um, well, more to the point, why is a 17-year-old boy running into this crowd with a gun? Why has he got a gun? He hasn't got a license for it. And in America, you still have to have a license to have a gun. And it's illegal before the age of 18 to have a license. What did he think he was going to do with it? That's the question. Like they're saying that he didn't go in with malicious intentions, but what was he going to do with the gun? Surely by having a gun in your hand, that is literally mm. malicious intentions. It can't be... It is a weapon of destruction. It is a weapon at the end of the day. Just by even having a gun in your hand, it is malicious con intent, right? Mm. But even, like, yes, but no. To me, I think, even in self-defense, like, a gun is finite, you know? I mean, okay, sure, people can, there's, you know, you can shoot areas of the body and it doesn't kill people, but to be honest, the intention of a gun is very much to kill um, and very damaging. And yes, self-defense, but also no, because you are technically going to very much hurt somebody and do damage to somebody. So even then, it's like, there is a, an intention behind that. Um, 
Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Exactly I wouldn't need to defend myself with a gun unless somebody with a gun is coming at me, right? But if you just remove that gun, I wouldn't need exactly. to self-defend myself yeah. with another gun. And thus, this problem is not a problem anymore. Even with, like, lightly lifting, even if you didn't get rid of them at all, like, because I appreciate some people, like, to respect some people who are like want that side of things I don't necessarily agree with it even to lift them a little bit to say you can only use them in ranges or for X amount of reasons mm. it, that even takes out of the equation and reduces the amount yeah of well, I'm going to walk into this protest holding a gun mm. which you're not supposed to have in the first place is the problem same thing with like in England when some people carry around knives and they're like well it's for self defence but they're it's like you having a knife in a way is still you're looking to use it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <coughs> yeah and, if, and actually you just carrying one is a threat in of itself mm. If someone attacks you, say, who is unarmed, say, like a bar fight or someone who's drunk, like it's you having that and wanting to defend yourself already adds to that. You could accidentally kill them, or they get a hold of it and they accidentally kill you, yeah. or purposefully. I don't know. Especially if like somebody attacks you and you think that they've got something that could hurt you, so you get what you've got and everything, but they didn't actually have that in the first place. Do you get what I mean? Mm. been a lot of controversy and a lot of people saying <coughs> well if he wasn't white would he have got away with not guilty well, probably not there's a lot of who no there's a lot of discussion around that at the moment especially in America and or, and the western world I don't think it's well any person in their right mind should look at this situation and go well they've done they have done something wrong it doesn't matter mm -hmm. that mm. lift that out of the equation there's, it doesn't need to be there mm. I think as far as pre um, police brutality goes in America like facts have shown that people um, who are black would have suffered like major major consequences mm. for something that ha they haven't even done. Yeah, well look at George Floyd, he pulls yeah. out some money, you know, mm. what was allegedly a fake $20 note, and he loses his life over it. Mm. And that was just a, a fake banknote, allegedly. Mm. Whereas this boy has pulled out a gun, killed two people, and they've gone, it's all right, off you go. Walk off scot free. That's nuts. It's ridiculous. Definitely isn't the right thing. So you think that if if he'd been black, mm. 
found in the guilty verdict. Well, yeah, but you can never, you can never know. But That's true. The likelihood is, yeah. yeah I think it's just that association that people have with black people, as opposed to white people. If they see a white person with a gun, they're less likely to see it as a threat than with a black person with a gun. It's just that unconscious bias towards black people that I think is still really prevalent in America mm. and everywhere, but more so in yeah, America. I, there's something with America. It's, it's just America. To, yeah, it's hard to write <laughs> things. It's so strange. But just where does that come from? How, like, how can you know? That's a really interesting thing that you said there, Ella. Of if it's a black person with a gun, it seems more threatening than a white person with a gun. Whereas in my head, I'm like, no, just anyone with a gun is a threat mm. to me. Like yeah. that across the board. It doesn't matter yeah. who they are: man, woman, boy, mm. girl, child. Actually, with the child, I think it's a little bit more yeah. scared. Can I get but this? like, like it, I wouldn't change the way that I felt. I would just be feel threatened. But maybe, maybe that's because I live in the UK and I'm used to seeing people with guns. Yeah. But it's where has that come from? That seems nuts to me because, particularly in America, to be fair, I don't know. But in my head, I think hang on, hundreds of years ago, when we were keeping black people as slaves, I'm fairly certain black people had guns and black people didn't have guns. Mm. So how has that become the unconscious bias? I think it's just just black people in general just seen as like violent or threatening, so giving them a gun will just like reinforce that idea that black people just of violent or like do you know what I mean like it just giving something that's already seen as like a threat giving them a weapon will just yeah you know I don't what's the word I'm trying to think of no you're, you're reinforcing yeah. yeah like it's just Absolutely reinforcing right. that it's the idea by it's not the, the no, fact no. it's uh, it's the idea yeah that's what it feels like. yeah I think it's just because it's it's that ideology. I think it's because it's like we're all socialized in a way to see, like there's just always, I don't think it will change. I don't think society will change in a while just because it's just how we've been socialized. I think if the whole, same with like patriarchy, it's just, it's embedded in our culture. So like, I don't think it will change unless there's a real shift in like how we're socialized when we're growing up. Like, I don't, I think it's so much more than just, oh, black people are not bad. Like, it's like when you grow up and you're in a white, like, what's that saying? Like, when it's dominated by white people, like a whitewashed society. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how to yeah, say yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I think you always have that a positive, like white people always have a positive connotation as opposed to black people. And I don't think it will change unless the whole ideology would change. I don't know if I I'm explaining no, myself no, no, well, but do you know right. what I, think do I mean? Idea of yeah. As long as black people or um, South Asian people or East Asian people are viewed as ethnic minorities, and because there's less of those uh, those communities in an area or in a, in a space, 
that if you're not surrounded by it, you don't mm. start to understand it. Yeah. Um, definitely. I agree. Definitely. But how do we change that? I think it's getting better though. It, oh, definitely. Well, that, that's. I'm in two minds here. Because it's like, I agree it's getting better. Because guaranteed there's less. Because yeah. you're further away now from when racism was prevalent yeah. to how it was like, know, 10 years ago. Yeah. But also, I feel like in recent history, for good reason at first, everyone was like, well, we need to make it, set everything straight. Like, and focus on it but now I feel like now that all of the focus is on it is more or less mm-hmm. everything I see in the news yeah it's have starting to have on certain people I'm not like, I don't know it's having a bit of a reverse effect where people are like well you're seeing it so much mm. yeah people are like well yeah it's their fault I Morgan Freeman like I think t- had talked about it and he was like just say I, I can't remember what he said but he there was a, t- a post that I saw ages ago, it has the same point, but it's like, it was a news article saying, I think, I don't know, black man shot by a white man shot black man, or this, that, the other, and it was like, just take out the, co- the colour, and yeah. it, it's the same It's the yeah. same thing has happened, why does the colour need to be in the news article? Unless it's, yeah. unless it's, say, I don't know, it might have been a racist attack or something, mm-hmm. in which case you say, racist attack. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to say mm. the colour, it's still racist. Yeah. yeah. But you see even like tabloids or like news articles, they always have that bias. Like they're very subjective. I feel like the way they phrase some headlines, they're always like it it always puts it depicts black people in a bad way and I and I hate to always say like, Oh, like I don't know, I feel like when people say it too much it sounds like they're complaining or like always trying to put the blame, but I feel like it's, it's true if you compare certain news articles, how they're talking about a black person, a white person, you like there is a difference. Like they normally phrase it in a way that they won't, it won't look bad on a white person or like a bad, mm. or like a black person. And especially like in sports, I see it a lot in sports as well. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like because it's, it's that unconscious bias. And like when people read it, they're, that's how they perceive a white person that like it will change how they perceive a white person a black person i don't know if i'm articulating it well but do you know what i'm trying to say we only have to look at the difference between the way our media has treated Meghan markle uh in their headlines and and depictions and then the way they've treated prince andrew Mm. and all the things that he has been accused of accused of and yet, and yet, the way that Meghan Markle has been treated in our media in comparison to him is in, it's absolutely incredulous, like oh, disgusting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah that's, an interesting, that's a really interesting point. Um, I was having a discussion um, with someone the other day, and they said, "Oh, but you know, in jobs, uh, you know, in these high-level jobs, and in like presenter roles." and things he said I'm getting very frustrated because he was talking about um, I think it was like match of the day or something and his favourite presenter had been 
removed and replaced with, I think, a woman, or uh, or maybe it was a person of colour, I don't know. I don't watch Match of the Day, I'll be honest. But he was complaining because, you know, his favourite presenter had been taken away and replaced with someone who, in his opinion, just wasn't as good, but was only there because they, repre- they were representative of a, of, you know, a minority. Yeah. Yeah. I said, you know, I, you're in, in many ways you're right. What we want is to have the best of the best in these roles and people only getting the jobs because they deserve the jobs and because they are the best. So the problem is you have to start somewhere with that. I said, unfortunately, what you'll find is there are a lot of, or we don't know who the best of the best of the female presenters are or the best of the best of the people of colour yet because those roles have not previously been opened up to those people, to those minorities, to those unrepresented people. And as a result, the people who are the best of the best didn't know those opportunities were available or couldn't get into those roles. And so now it's we have to start at the top in order to trickle that down, in order to find the best, in order to bring them back up to the top. So what you have to do is open up those roles at the top, maybe to people who aren't the best of the best yet, Mm. in order to open those doorways and open those avenues so that we can then then find the best of the best. And I was like, I know it's frustrating because your favorite person who happens to be white cis male and therefore is not the relevant person right now or isn't the topical person right now but there is a reason for that and it is because we have to make way we have to start doing we have to start at the top but we have to start doing that in order to find the best of the best because i remember seeing i don't know if this was real but i remember seeing this thing it was like it must it must have been like a marvel character and they said they were gonna now that character's gay or like Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, this is was it Eternals. What was it? Was it? Because I can't. I don't so want to say because I don't know if it's superhero. Yeah, but I think there was an original superhero, and they had made him gay just because they wanted to know, you know, representation. And I think that's supporting what you're saying. Like there should be representation, but also if it's just taking away from what it originally was just to emphasize representation, then I I don't think. I think that can be done in other ways because then it does take away from what it originally was. And I remember, um, I think I saw something like, you know, Princess Ariel, I think Zendaya was gonna play the role. And then they were kind of saying, well, she was originally white. And they just thought that because they casted Zendaya, it was probably like this activism thing, like background station. I think I can kind of understand where the criticism criticism came from because it's like, that's what it was originally, and I feel like putting too much emphasis on representation of minorities it is a good thing, but it's also it distracts from what it originally was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we should rather than just trying to stick in representation yeah. into stories that have already been told or done, we should just be telling the stories yeah. on their behalf. No, that's wrong. Not on their behalf. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. the stories of black 
communities. Yeah. Of Asian communities. It just feels forced. Because it just feels yeah. like yeah. it's not genuine. It's just you're just forcing it, and it feels like performative activism. You're just doing it so you can say that you're representation, yeah. representing, but it's not really genu- yeah. genuine. And then it just it's counterproductive because it yeah. just is doing the opposite yeah. effect to what it was meant to do. Yeah. Like. There was a big, a little while back, I was reading and looking into something which was like, everyone was up in hands about, oh, they're making, in the comic book community, but like, oh, they're making this character. Superman was, I think, recently uh, made gay, or this, that, the other, or there's like a black version of Superman, or this, that, the other, or X, Y, Z, this. Well, of, of course, with Captain hmm. Marvel as well, they made her female now, whereas before Captain Marvel was male. Yeah. And yeah. it's like uh, a lot of people and I watched a video on it about uh, this guy who was black he was doing a commentary on this thing because I was Twitter obviously because where else is it going to be um, a big discourse about what's going on and he was saying about how he like in certain situations it's great like to have a, and like how now within Marvel, Falcon has taken up the identity of Captain America and this other. That makes sense with a story and this and the other. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter, but it's also with the whole changing of characters and this and the other. Just because you can, it feels forced. And he was talking about how it should be original characters to represent those people rather than just taking mm-hmm. a white character and being like, and or this character or that character and just changing them because you can it just takes away from it Mm. whereas you should if you want it or if make characters for those communities and groups which represents them properly but I don't have personally have a problem with a black superman or this or the other I don't not bothered but it's also I can see where people come from it's also, yeah. I think you're right, but it's also like them not staying true to who. It's not staying true to the representation, though. It's not actually mm. representation. And I'll, I'll try and explain what I mean by this. So I met an actor, a black actor, um, and he spit with the plummiest RP accent you've ever. It was so fucking up. And to me, <laughs> it grated. I was like, oh, it doesn't feel right. I said, where are you from? And he's like, South London. It's like, that's not how people talk in South London. And I meant, you know, I sort of was thinking, I never said it to his face, but just in my head, I thought, but why do you speak like that? And and, or he'd, he'd explained that he'd been told he needed to drop his accent and yeah. get an RP accent. Mm. So that's what he'd done and had naturally now taken on this RP accent and only spoke with this RP. But it was so over pronounced and it was so, so ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it was so RP, it would have made the crown look ridiculous. You know, or seem uh, seem like scummy, almost like it was just that over the top, and it 
didn't feel right. And I thought, I don't know if you're ever going to get classed as anything. Because, unfortunately, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by speaking wrong. Not wrong. Do you know what I mean? By not it speaking felt, like where you're from. It felt forced. It, and yeah, yeah, and so it almost feels like with these like Marvel characters, it's like taking a black man and putting him or a black woman and putting him her into what was a white woman's role. And so it's not actually representative at all. It's now you're just telling a white person's story put as a black human being. And that's not that's not true to their character, and that's not true to them. Mm. As well. Like it's entitled taking to a massive extraction from the actual trauma of the genocide, right? Like when um, there was some uh, movie came out like a few years ago called uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen it, but um, uh, there was there were a lot of complaints about it. It had like George Clooney and Josh Brolin and Will Smith and all kinds of people in it. And um, there were loads of complaints about it because about it not having enough um, like ethnic minorities in it, or because there wasn't enough representation in it. Um, and basically, what uh, the Coen brothers said was, because it's like the death penalty wrote some books later on. Um, I love the Coen brothers. Um, they said, "Don't sit down to write a story um, and think, okay, right, we're going to have a black person, we're going to have a gay person, we're going to have a white person." Right, which is what I do feel like some people are doing now, right? Mm. Which there are a lot of different ways of looking at, but there is also a negative way of looking at it because now the headlines are complaints about hey, complaints about this film not having enough ethnic minorities in it, rather than a conversation about the actual film, which mm. is suffocating creative mm. shit, you know? Mm. Yeah. I see it like um, some people when they're like reading books for example now people are saying that that the author hasn't included enough like I don't know how to word this like, as you say, like, no just like I don't know that term but like um, think, representation yeah that's mm. what I mean yeah. instead of people actually talking about the story yeah. and they're like they're like, in a book, how can a book? Yeah, like, that's your uh, that's your own <laughs> yeah. Yeah. perception of that character. Like for yeah. you to say, that just shows their own. That just reveals their own unconscious bias because they must think this is a white character because of what they've read. Well, unless yeah. the author has deliberately yeah. written. Yeah, and that, I've yeah. never yeah. seen that. Yeah. Like I can, and, mm, I can understand if they're hating towards a book if the author was specifically rude about type like about minority groups, but. For the author not to have done anything, or like not said anything mm. wrong, and just wrote a book, and they're now complaining that it hasn't got enough, like representation in it, instead of them just focusing, even if it has got nothing to do with the storyline, mm. it's just a story in general. Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Has anyone watched this kind of? I'm just going to circle this into a, this film that I've recently watched, um, and it's the harder they fall. Is that it? The it's got Idris Elba in it, and it's the it's basically a, a new western, but it's all black cast. 
it's absolutely phenomenal in terms of what we're talking about and about taking a genre, taking a thing and going, right, let's, let's not copy something else. Let's do our own version. And I loved it for that. I absolutely loved it for that. There were other things that I didn't love about it, but I loved it for the fact that it went, no, we're starting again and we're going to just take that genre and we're going to create you know, a black cast version of this. And it was great. Because it was really now, cool. now you're watching a film and judging it on, on, on literally the colour of the skin of the character. No, well, mm, I you're wasn't, no, 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 I know what you're, I know what you're saying, but I wasn't. What I, what I was watching it for was, is this just a carbon copy? of what we've already seen. And I was very, very happy. I'm not pleasantly surprised, no. But, you know, in, enjoyed the fact that it wasn't. Enjoyed the fact that this was fresh and this was innovative and it was, you know, innovative. Yes and no, but it was just, it was like, yes, this is what we want. These, these are, right stories to be telling yeah it was good <laughs> yeah the harder they fall it's got Jonathan Majors Zazie Beetz RJ Seiler Eddie Gathaji Gathaging um, Ben Ridley's Isabel DeWanda Wise um far down in the list <laughs> of cast members um, but yeah it was very very good I'll give that a watch yeah the harder they fall on Netflix let's talk about what happened at the Travis Scott concert okay I know nothing about this so you guys are taking the lead um, well I think was it a few weeks ago maybe a few weeks ago yeah. um, two weeks ago Travis Scott held a concert thing called Astroworld I think it was a festival. Okay. Was it just his concert or were there other artists there? I no, think I it was think just, it was just his, his. And yeah. basically they sold so many tickets or maybe they, or the, the, his staff, because I'm sure he has staff to control that of how many people they Maybe let he's in. He's individually going out on the street being like. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, they, um, there was too many people for the actual venue that they could like hold and so many people were getting so crowded that they could not breathe and uh, they say over 100 people were injured 300 over 300, 300. yeah and mm. eight people died but i think they found 10 yeah. now so it's 10 people died they're still there's Wait, a how many found like just oh no they just discovered discovered more yeah, there were more so deaths or maybe people, people in the hospital had died later on yeah, yeah. something like that maybe um, but yeah it was yeah. so crowded that people couldn't breathe and people, you can, if you see videos, he's singing and people are literally screaming for help and the staff are just standing there while people are trying to get off the barriers. People are carrying people's bodies over the barriers just to get out. And it's so, if you see videos, it is so sad because it's like people, you can literally hear people screaming, basically just to survive really. And you just, and you yeah. just hear him 
still rapping in the background. Yeah, there was one video where he was like doing like this robot dance, and then there was literally an ambulance of people were thinking they were like, help, help. He was literally like, he was just going, like something like that, and it was just like. I don't understand. People were saying that it was like satanic or something. Did you see that? There's, yeah, people. Do you believe that? No way. Yeah, I think that's a very. Because people are tying into what it looks looks like. No, but saying that he's satanic and it was like a cult and it was a sacrifice that they were sacrifices. The actual concert had like. um, Yeah, I saw that. I know what you're talking about. I don't know if so I'm you know like it. his mouth, like his face in yeah. the concert, yeah, and they resemble like they found a resemblance with this. I don't know, but something, something was satanic. Yeah, people Satan. were saying it was like a sac- sacrifice. Sacrifice kind of concert. Kind of concert. Kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of vibe. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I've been to those. Yeah, I've been to those. Like the way that it's displayed was like. Resem- like resembles. Yeah, it's really interesting. Has anyone watched I, I know it, yeah. So there's an actual scene in that which is exactly like this, but it's the the god. This is so. Um, Wednesday is the god who, um, or, or Zeus, and who is the god of war, and so he um, has taken on Satan as one of his crew or part of his gang and Satan is running a band and and Zeus goes to watch the concert and they're like a heavy metal rock band uh, concert and then people die within the concert and it's this and it is actually a sacrifice so what's really interesting is that scene that you're describing and this thing is actually exists in a scene in a TV show right now Wow. That's, really That's kind of chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like the videos you see are some like horrifying. Like yeah. the people, the ambulance, like when people are like dragging the bodies, some people actually drop people on their head. So that that they said that some people were literally just injured, and it obviously just trying to get them out affected it even worse. But it's like he's literally there's a video of him literally standing like. In close proximity, yeah. And there's an ambulance on Yeah, side. that's the one I'm talking and he's about, like, he's yeah. he's standing, hmm. like, above everyone, like, yeah, really I know high up. Yeah, I talking about. So the fact that he couldn't see it is... Like, they were, it was, they were so close in proximity. Yeah, because he made an apology yeah. video. Oh, yeah, have you, did you see all the things on it about the apology video? Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then people were comparing it to Ariana Grande's concert you see how she people were saying like oh you can't with the bomb. yeah 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 and they were saying something like oh how can you so i can't remember what it was but i think they were like how can you not get mad at ariana and get mad at travis that's just sexist yeah some people were defending i was just like really? what it, that was a terrorist attack yeah like travis's was the result of just neg- yeah. negligence and yeah. poor management yeah. that he was in control of that was literally a terrorist attack how can think that those two things are comparable they're like then there's no correlation and they were just like comparing the two i was like the internet is outrageous sometimes honestly like i didn't see it like saying that travis was not to blame i saw actually travis was to blame and it was Mm. comparing his Mm. concert to an adele concert where someone literally just fainted and she stopped the whole thing 
and she made sure that that person was taken care of. Oh. She, she's amazing, Adele. She really is good. Um, yep. But, and it's comparing to her literally, someone just fainting, everyone her screaming. Her duty of care yeah. to yeah. her fans and to the people that have come there for her. Yeah. And it's not looking yeah. good on his side because there's videos of him being released saying this is a completely different concert, mm. but somebody, a fan, stole his shoe. Yeah. And he literally told everyone in the like the audience to beat him up to really yeah wow. to and everyone was like you know yeah he's got a history was it well they were they actually attacked they were actually attacking him. yeah like yeah, his concerts are like raves like people that go there are like have you have you seen his documentary on netflix I watched it a while back it's um it's called look mom i can fly and it's like it shows a lot of there was like it just shows a lot of his concerts and the people that go there and they're just so like hyped and they're just so like like yeah it's just like because that's his type of music it's just like boom 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 and then like everyone that goes there they're just so like that's just his fan culture that's why out of all concerts i'm not surprised it was travis's concerts because that's what they're known for he's got got yeah he's got a bad rep yeah he's encouraged like mo- I, I mm. think mosh pit, mosh pit and stuff like that. Right. Also, I think it isn't I. Not I'm gonna take this with a pinch of salt because I've been trying to think whether I'm thinking of this or someone else. But I think he purposefully like overbooks mm. venues. Hence, it makes more money. Yeah. Like if you, you you need to take that into consideration. And otherwise, this happens. There's no way he didn't know. Yeah. Well, well if you're raised on a stage mm. to this crowd and you see it, you're not gonna miss an ambulance. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand how you can, like, these people come to see you. Like, wouldn't you feel like so much gratitude towards these people and like, for for you not to care at all? It's you just, I, like, I just don't understand it, especially coming from Travis, like. If you see his documentary, he really came from nothing, and like to grow, and then like you would feel so appreciative towards your fan base, and to not care, to sh- like, I'm just like, what? Like, how do you not like these people paid to see you? Like, you should feel so, like, grateful towards these people, and it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's just down to like your own moral. Like, what's his moral compass? How can you not feel any type of duty to look after these people after they came to see you people travel for concerts people like came from far and it's just like just as a human being down to your morals how do you not feel any type of like duty to look after these people yeah you know what i mean i'm gonna circle that back around sorry too um do you think he is responsible just like that kid that brought that gun into that situation and by mistake, shot two people and died and got off not guilty. Do we think that Travis Scott is guilty of these people's deaths? Um, I think well, it'd be it's quite a, yeah. It's quite a big thing to say. Mm, it's a big accusation. Um, I mean, if you did overbook it massively, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time and you know, like people might die, and that's. 
that's like there's wow. there's so many festivals like that in in um there's so many concerts and festivals like that in history of people who actually died mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because yeah. like of you know drugs or or people getting like trampled on or whatever yeah. you know yeah and it's so sad because like so many people come together to have this amazing mm. time and the cost is like, the best time ever the best time like in their lives of like the Woodstock was the they're biggest seeing objective the big, yeah. to have a good time exactly. at all costs and the cost is the two, like, two people died at, at Woodstock uh, which was the biggest yeah. like, festival in the 60s people yeah. died and oh my god that could be like the best day of some people's lives mm. yeah, it cost two people the worst lives. of some people's yeah. literally videos mm. of staff it's not like there was no staff surrounding them there was a video of you know the barrier where people were standing there's staff standing there looking at these people these people are literally screaming at the staff saying we need help and they're just standing there and because you know staff obviously have their mics mm. to contact people there's no way that he mm. and even if he did know a little bit he what maybe go f- went through his mind is and you can see that there's disgruntlement then you know like you just said Adele had one person faint and she stopped the whole show to make really? sure yeah. and, and uh, you know she uh, told the staff to, to, attend, to yeah to get the yeah. staff over you know who knows yeah. like mm. I mean this is almost totally unrelated but if you're in tune with your audience that's what makes you the best mm-hmm. so there was a racing driver very 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 famous racing driver who avoided crashing and probably dying because he was watching the crowd and he was coming around the corner and he was like why is the crowd not looking at me I'm the car that's coming around the corner they're all looking over there in a car that's going over like almost 200 miles per hour and he realises that something's happened up ahead and he hits the brake and as a result of him hitting the brakes, all the people behind him also hit the brakes. And he managed to stop himself from smashing that car and killing more people, or maybe himself, yeah. because he clicked that something was wrong just from the audience. And a, a Formula One audience is a very different vibe than a concert audience as well. So to, if he can read it in that situation, I don't see how somebody who is singing literally for an audience right in front of him cannot yeah. fully understand and comprehend. Yeah. 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 About what you said about uh, Woodstock, when was it? It was, um, oh, what was it? A Metallica. Like, to put in perspective with Travis Scott compared to other concerts, I think there was a Metallica concert. I can't remember where or which one. I'm trying to think now. But at a massive venue massive like a sea of people mm-hmm. and not one per- per- person person was killed injured maybe but not people millions of people walked out of there alive, al- alive. <laughs> Me- that, that Metallica <laughs> yeah. must in comparison yeah, yeah to how many people turned up yeah. to his concert you got 300 people injured and 10 dead yeah. like yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't die at a concert like it's not somewhere you can't like and i heard there was a 16 year old girl who passed 
it's like you shouldn't be going to a concert and like worried that sh- they're not going to come back home like it shouldn't it's supposed you're supposed to have fun like that's such a shame honestly i saw a video and i think that's it's about the 16 year old it's the mother and it's the first concert she'd ever gone to and she was like oh my she gosh was really she was warning the girl that just like make sure you're safe and to think as a mother to let your 16 year old daughter go to her first concert mm-hmm. and not return is just it's just it's just horrific it really is like you can't you hear about these stuff in the news mm. and you hear about people's stories and you you don't actually realise how much of an effect that yeah. will have on the family. Yeah. <laughs> what makes it worse is his fucking reply, his response yeah. to it. Yeah, Honestly. it's just it was like, oh, it was just staring into his camera. No, but it was like, like, yeah. and like it was it was almost like it would literally was like he was mocking it, like he couldn't have yeah. been serious, like it was a joke. Like you can't respond to something with that much gravity in such like in such a way that it's like you're you're almost poking fun at because you're trying to you the way he responded to it is as, as if it was so minor and it was just like it was literally like he was just on his instagram story and he's like oh yeah we're trying to um to the um to the family like it was just oh, such it was bro. so like it was it was just there was no type of genuine emotion or anything and like if you see on TikTok, have you seen like all the? Thing? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just like it's the way that you can make a joke out of it. Just shows how ridiculous his his apology, his was. apology was. It wasn't even an apology. It like was, yeah, it really wasn't. That's was, like, that's him an, basically just stating what happened. Yeah, it's just like oh my, it's just yeah. crazy. But I do think it is unfair to cast the blame just on him because there were a lot of people that could have that could have helped the situation and. But like also he did have a lot of power and yeah. he could have done more than he should. But I think it would be far-fetched to say that it was all his fault and just to class blame just on him. He holds a, he a holds standard, but of course. it's also yeah. down to the start. Of course. The other. Yeah, there was a story like um, about Adele when he was talking to the whole couple actually, where um, there was one where uh, Kurt Cobain stopped singing, like stopped the whole concert saw a woman getting sexually assaulted in the audience I've seen this and he stopped the entire thing and he went up to the set of the stage and he was like you fuck off now like get out I don't want you in my concert get out and then everyone, everyone laughed at him get out get out, get out. <laughs> and, he, and he had to let them and, and they carried on with the song it was great and there was another I one I didn't know that That's I've seen this it's great and there was another one where um, Dave Roll who was the drummer in Nirvana who's the lead singer of Big Brothers now um, saw a fight happen said and he stopped the entire song just like Kurt Cobain did and he was like right you over there you over there stop fucking fighting right now get out of my concert you asshole and it's like everyone look at him go and look, look at this asshole everyone look at him and get him out now now I don't want him in my concert you come to my concert to dance not to fight get out which is just awesome right brilliant yeah. you hear brilliant. about these how yeah. do you not how do you not yeah exactly that that's happening if you if if Singers can, or bands can realise that, mm. something like that, in thousands of people. How has he not realised? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't Love see an stories. ambulance. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, Especially yeah, crazy. yeah. Love those stories. Those and like, everyone. you see like how Kylie Jenner, she was posting like all the concepts and then after the news came out, 
she kept all the stories on there apart from one where there was an ambulance on it so she just took that one down and it's just like it's just like, i remember i was just like what like <laughs> it's just like so tone deaf like <laughs> like like she just <laughs> so she's it's like that. a joke yeah and like she'd recorded a bunch of videos now there was one where she was like taking a recording and then there was an ambulance there and then after all the controversy she just deleted that one and kept all the other ones up and i was just what? like i was just like you're so out of touch with like what's yeah. going on pick of the month i haven't really watched much recently but i want to watch the new diana movie with christian Christ Christian Stewart, Stewart. Yeah. yeah, Spencer is called. I don't know. I think that would be. Is it out yet? I don't know. Yeah, it's out. I think it just came out. I think they yeah, said it was yeah. gonna come out in November. I really want to watch that. But I haven't really watched much on Netflix or anything. Okay. Interesting. Um, I have two. Go on. One I've watched, I just thought was amazing, is Dead Poets Society. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that. And then one I just watched was Shang Chi and Ten Rings, and I loved it. It was so yeah. good. I just watched that as well. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. No, no sorry, Disney no, Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. What was the first one you said? Uh, Dead Poets Society. I think. Where's, what's that on? Netflix? Uh, oh, did you my, watch it? I watched it on Sky, maybe. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. It's so good. Yeah. Both of them are really good. Stuff. I haven't heard of these. Wow, okay. So, uh, sh oh, it's, it's Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi, uh, technically. Uh, but it's got uh, Simu Mu in it. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Sorry, Simu, if I said it wrong. Uh, very handsome man. Um, he was in Kim's Convenience, if you've watched that. Oh, that's a great comedy. He's also it's in Canadian Oh, I don't like comedies. Oh, I love They're never funny. Because the point of it being funny makes it not funny. <laughs> Cause it's like they're forcing it <laughs> or like you know like if you watch friends i don't like friends because when i watch it like you know how they always add that laughing thing it's oh, like yeah, it's not funny like, like, it's so like was i meant to laugh that out and I, and then I couldn't it would be so much funny if they didn't put that stuff in yeah if you take away the laugh track from uh, from tv shows it makes it, it so bad it, <laughs> i think it would be funnier without them because it's just like it wasn't that funny like mm. with friends well, it doesn't bother me if you no, do i think it's, it's too, too, yeah enough, friends they have a lot of laughing yeah and it? it's just annoying yeah <laughs> you are all breaking my heart right now <laughs> don't, uh, I, friends is all right i don't you like you got a whole break of my heart frankie i used to like it a lot yeah <laughs> no i don't like I it. it but I the laughing track it was just too forced it does get like you just hear it all the time watch it without the laugh track and you'll be like oh yeah, I don't know. Can you? Is there like a it, setting or something? There's no. There's stuff on. There's just search like, it up on YouTube. Just yeah, friends without the laugh yeah. track or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems too forced. They're just like the jokes are just too forced. That's why I don't like comedies. They're not funny. I really love it. <laughs> it every time I watch it, I watch it quite a lot. Um, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, there's something new. It makes me laugh every time. Still, <laughs> watched it loads. Um, but to be fair, it literally was. You know, it was coming out when I was growing up, and so it was. It's very uh, nostalgic for me, but also, you know, and to be fair, I can understand for you as a young person looking at it, you're like, oh, this is dated, and there's, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff in there that's kind of irrelevant for you. Whereas for me, 
I watch it and I'm like, oh my god, this is my this is my childhood, or you know my yeah. growing up. It's just still yeah. is like people's childhood now. Like, well, yeah, that's why I still enjoy watching it. I think because it takes it makes me feel young again. No, I'm joking. But it, it's, <laughs> it's nostalgia for me. It's very yeah. um, It's com- It's so comforting. I've heard good things about Fargo. I remembered it now. Yay. It's called Utopia. It's from, I think it was released 2013 on oh. Channel 4. And it's about um, normal people discovering um, like a massive conspiracy. And it's like they've all been in the government. Mm. So the, uh, they made an American version of it after it finished in here which turned out to be terrible of course so yeah mm. nice. but we always do yeah. Yeah. the other thing I've been watching is RuPaul's Drag Race oh the UK yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it love it I've seen it though you know what I have watched actually Outer Banks I started Outer Banks it's oh, yeah. so it, good it I literally so I always heard the hype about it's <gasps> so good I've not heard of it it's good you haven't heard of it it's yeah. like because I heard of it ages ago but then BBC. I was like no, it's on no, Netflix. Not on Netflix. Outerbanks. Yeah, it's got like Madeline Klein, um, Chase Stokes, something like that. It's so good. I've finished it. I don't know. I don't know, but I love the cast. I think they casted them so well, and it's so. I watched. I watched season one and season two. It's. It's so good. It's like literally a comfort show. I love it so much. Like. Oh, it's okay. incredible. Like the okay. storyline is amazing. I'll try and find you have to watch it. It's Outer that Banks. No, it's well, so good. Thank, thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.